0: Welcome back to Jurassic Park Minute. Jurassic Park Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1993 film Jurassic Park Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to bring you Minute number 19 of Jurassic Park. And Brady, happy Friday. You ready for your weekend? Yeah,
1: totally, man. Let's let's do this. And uh, how yeah. about you?
0: Yeah, no, I am ready for the weekend. We've got uh, some pretty cool stuff behind us. And uh, I'm kind of ready to get on to some of the next minutes because we're going to be seeing some dinosaurs in the very near future. That's right. Yeah, and we're going to be getting into uh, kind of, you know, the main action of the, of the film and a little bit more about the philosophies behind it and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed what we've done so far, but uh, we're really getting into the meat of the show here pretty soon. That's right. So, speaking about getting into it, are you ready to get into minute number 19? Let's do it. In the previous minute, we saw the helicopter carrying Dr. Ian Malcolm, Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sattler, Gennaro, and John Hammond land and drop them all off. At minute number 19, we open with a shot of the waterfall. The camera pans down to reveal a locked gate. A man steps into frame and opens the gate, which allows a Jurassic Park Jeep to drive through. Dr. Alan Grant is in the Jeep and looking in awe at the island landscapes. At 1912, we cut to a reverse shot of the same gate as it is being closed by the park personnel. There is a sign hanging on the fence which warns of a 10,000-volt charge. At 1920, we cut to another shot of the two Jeeps driving away from the helicopter landing pad. In the first Jeep, we can see Dr. Alan Grant, Dr. Ellie Sattler, and Dr. Ian Malcolm. In the second Jeep are Gennaro and John Hammond. Gennaro asks Hammond if the 50 miles of electric fence is in place. Hammond confirms and tells Gennaro that the concrete moats and the motion center trackers are also in place. Hammond tells Gennaro to try and relax and enjoy himself. Gennaro fires back at Hammond that they are not there for a weekend excursion. It is a test of the stability of the island, and that if in 48 hours he is not convinced, he will shut John down. At 1950, Hammond tells Gennaro that in 48 hours he will be accepting his apologies. At 1955, we cut to a shot of the Jeeps rolling over grass hills. And thus ends minute number 19 of Jurassic Park. All right, so in this one, I, I kind of like the fact that Gennaro is not taking of any John's uh, buttering up. You know, J- John's trying to tell him, like, in 48 hours, I'll be accepting your apology. It's like, well, I mean, technically in 48 hours, he won't be alive anymore, so <laughs> you're not going to be taking his apology at all. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, Gennaro is not putting up with his kind of, like, trying to tell him to relax and enjoy himself. He knows that he's there for a job, to, you know, to take the investor's questions and and have them answered. Right.
1: It's easy to assume that this whole thing is John's plan is to bring the people in and show them a good time and all that. But you gotta remember that it's not. This is all Gennaro's plan. This is all Gennaro's operation. So he is kind of the main guy who's got all this
0: going on here. Um John Hammond's used to the old razzle dazzle. Bring him in, put him on a good show and make him go like, Oh, your dinosaurs are so neat, Mr. Hammond, but Gennaro's not gonna do it
1: so easily happened. Well, not yet. There is an info dump here that is uh, kind of obvious, and the stuff that he's saying and the way, the way Gennaro was saying it is sort of like, okay, you know, I, I get it. You're just sort of like wrapping, reminding everyone what you're doing here. Well, that has to be done. That's very uh, necessary. The audience needs to be reminded at this point why we're here. Uh, we've had a lot of fun. We've gotten to meet a lot of characters. There's a lot of exposition going on. We've got this whole Nidri guy and his whole thing. Like, It's very easy to forget why... We're here. All right. of this stuff that was spoken of uh, with Rostagno in the beginning needs to be readdressed at least once. And that's what this uh, scene is all about. And I do think it's, it's very important. Um, it's also some really good character building for Hammond. Uh, so let's see. There was a shot that for whatever reason was deleted from the movie. and was the shot you Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was yeah. kept in the trailers and things like that. And Ellie reaches out and grabs a leaf. A very cool shot. The camera's like attached to the Jeep as it's spinning around. Um, and later when the jeeps, uh, park, she's looking at the leaf wondering, you know,
0: she's saying something like this shouldn't, yeah. this shouldn't be here. It shouldn't be
1: here. And why, why would they have taken that out?
0: I think that that's an important shot to kind of get the, the sense of wonder that a paleobotanist would have. She would identify yeah. a plant like that by eye and be like, wait a minute. Right. This isn't a Carthenium chlislella or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah. So it's strange that they would have taken that, that shot out. It's, it's very nice. Um, now, yeah. so, uh, Let's see. So let's get on the character of Gennaro here. We're talking about how this is all his operation. And later on, uh, when the vehicles have stopped, Grant runs back from his car and says, Gennaro said to stay put. Just thus further emphasizing the fact that he's the guy who's in charge. He's the guy who's calling the shots. So, of course, when he runs off, nobody in charge now. So... Somebody's got to step up.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a hard ass, uh, but it is his his doing that everybody's there yeah. at this point. Yeah,
1: uh, he is a mix of characters from the book. They did a lot yeah. of like combining of characters and subplots and things like that from the book for the movie. Uh, There's a character in the book that was omitted from the movie. He was in one of the previous drafts. His name is Ed Regis. And I actually thought he was one of the more interesting characters in the book. He was a spokesperson for Jurassic Park. He's the guy who's on the tour group who ends up getting out of the Jeep and abandoning the kids. Anyway, it just kind of made sense that they would combine all of these things. It's kind of pointless to have all of these characters when you can just you know compress everything. Right. So yeah, it's. Uh, I think Gennaro is an interesting character, and uh, really like what they do with him. I think um, Martin Ferreira's performance is actually really good too. Oh
0: yeah, no, he's he's fantastic in the role because he does kind of play it like really wormy and annoying, you know. And, and you you're very happy when you see him get eaten later because he's kind of standing in the way of progress. But at the same time, he's raising really good concerns here. He's trying to make sure that everything's safe and in working yeah. order.
1: And his you know his turn, which we'll get into later, is hilarious because he goes from this you know very serious hard ass who's got to run this show and make sure everything's going to go smoothly. And Hey, we got to go according to the books all of a sudden upon first seeing the Brachiosaurus next thing, you know, he's like talking about how we're going to have coupon day and all this. It's hilarious. His, uh, his turn, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) there's something else important that happens in this scene and it's whenever someone's like closing the gates they really put emphasis on the sign that says 10,000 volts. And, I mean, you really hear the buzz of the the hum of the... um,
0: The foley of just kind of it's that there's electricity running through the
1: fence. Yeah, a huge current. Uh, And that's, you know, things that we come back to later on is is we repeatedly see this thing, 10,000 volts, 10,000 volts, and that's... uh, you know, just whenever you see that T Rex hand kinda of come off the fence, you know, right. you know, we're in we're in big trouble. We've been seeing this the whole time. We've heard multiple times in the movie just this uh the hum of the electrical current going through the fence.
0: And you see Joseph Mazzello climbing the fence later. I mean it, uh, it is yeah. it is brought back up several times that there's electricity That's in right. these fences. Yeah.
1: And that really adds if we hadn't seen this little sign over and over again, we put such emphasis on it, that scene where they're climbing over the fence wouldn't have had the yeah uh I don't know. Just the uh, anticipation that it does. Well,
0: there's several different bad guys. Well, not bad guys. There's several different factors acting against the protagonists in this movie. There's the mm-hmm. nature of the dinosaurs themselves. There's the oversight of somebody like John Hammond putting this whole thing together, and it's not exactly working well. But there's also the park itself and a lot of its design that's there to kind mm-hmm. of get in the way of our protagonists as well. So this electric fences being everywhere, keeping them from one side of the island to the other, it is almost uh, it's it's something that has to be overcome. It's, so and it's yeah, it, it, it is cool. Them. Like they're dropping it in and very subtly, just letting you know. Oh, hey, there's electrical gates here that will kill you if you try to yeah. touch them.
1: Yeah. Anytime I'm walking by some kind of fence that has a sign saying danger, high voltage, Jurassic Park is the first thing that comes to mind. You know, it's like I said in a previous minute, uh, there's a certain type of bird. I don't know what it is, but I kind of hear it like makes this little squeal or whatever. And I'll hear it when I'm outside sometimes. And it's the sound that they use for the baby raptor. And that's the first thing that comes to mind. It's not this type of bird that I should be aware of. No, it's the movie right. Jurassic Park. So it's yeah. <laughs> an- another case of that.
0: All right, well, that's pretty much going to do it for Minute Number 19 of Jurassic Park. Uh, you ready to get out of here and go enjoy our weekends? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome, folks. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody have a great weekend. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And until next time, hold on to your butts.
1: Jurassic Park Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at JurassicParkMinute at gmail.com and visit us online at JurassicParkMinute.com facebook.com slash jurassic park minute and twitter.com slash jurassic minute